I'm Hilary Gagnon. I'm Rachel Thatcher. We're here to elevate the voices of inspiring women and celebrate their successes. The goal here is to empower listeners and most importantly, lift each other up. So we're getting real, covering everything from the risks and the challenges to the glow ups and the triumphs. Thanks for tuning in and welcome to the Fempire. We're both like coming to the end of very long days. So yes. don't mind the... I am running on pure adrenaline right now. Yeah. I feel crazy. Uh, for those of us who are local and everything, you know that <laughs> I've had quite a couple of days working on all this coronavirus Poor, news right. and parade news and uh, yeah. stuff along those lines. So Yeah. It's an interesting mm-hmm. time we're in right now, it's for pandemic. sure. It is. So, yeah, I think, I mean... Yeah, we're both just uh, fighting to get through, get that through the said, day. Yeah, that yeah. said, it's it's been good to uh-huh. spike each other's energy up, and we had such a great recording tonight. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, mm-hmm. it's relaxing to have some time to get into the studio. But exactly. Don't mind us if we're a little yeah. loopy. <laughs> it's just the coronavirus. Just, oh, don't say that. Just kidding. We don't have it. We're not that we know of. Yeah. Um, washing my hands. They're raw. Yeah. Um, I had a meeting today where people like elbowed me. I'm like, how about we just don't even touch elbows? Like we don't need to even touch. Oh, I heard this very funny thing. It was like a doctor's recommendation and they're like, just give peace signs to each other. <laughs> I just love the like thought of like giving peace signs to I'm people start doing <laughs> instead that. of shaking their hands. Yeah. I like walked in there like, just so you know, we're not shaking hands today and it's not to be a fa- And like, you, we don't need to explain ourselves here. I think everyone's in the same, same boat. Um, um, but yeah, interesting time. I think mm-hmm. um, I've just been having like whirlwinds of weeks, but I've been like deep into some the stuff. Station. Yeah, um, I, I don't need to get too yeah. woo woo on everyone, but mm-hmm. I don't know if people follow like mm-hmm. other popular podcasts. But mm-hmm. um, I found Lacey Phillips through. Mm-hmm. A podcast I listen to, and she's like a manifestation guru of our uh-huh. time. And I signed up for her membership and have been like throwing myself in. And I haven't really had any spare time mm-hmm. to do it, but I've been mm-hmm. carving out time, and it's been kind of crazy. So, if anyone has questions about like manifesting and stuff, reach I'm out. I'm so curious <laughs> to hear about it. We'll have to do an episode like yeah. just talking about manifesting maybe we can have a guest who's yeah into it. so if anybody's out there who is an expert on manifestation yeah, yeah it's hard because mm-hmm. I think everyone has different processes um true like in how they do it but yeah mm-hmm. I would just be interested to talk to anyone about it like mm-hmm. Lacey's method is really accessible if you're like looking to just even get into it so mm-hmm. um she's at to be magnetic.com you can look mm-hmm. into that um but it's been something I've been really into I went to psychic this week and like life is crazy right now I'm so excited there's like a lot coming Mm -hmm. forward and I can feel it Mm -hmm. um but sometimes I need that extra like yes you're like doing the right thing right yeah little validation right yeah like I love to be validated words of affirmation is my love language so it was like a little little Mm -hmm. love session today when she's like you're in the right place you're doing the right things and it was very in depth but uh-huh. It felt good to know the work I've been doing because I've been doing mm-hmm. a lot of it on myself is like 
paying off. Yeah. So, and I've been having just weird things happen to me. Like, good yeah, weird things. It. But I'm like, yeah, I'm believing it. So, the stars cool. are aligned right They're now. aligned. Something's going on. Yeah. Um, big, mm-hmm. big things. Big vibes. For, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just little life updates for mm-hmm. our friends that asked for, for more life updates. Yeah, exactly. We gave those to you this week. So Yeah. That's what's going on with us. Yeah. But let me get into the Women in the News segment. Yes. Um, so I found this really fascinating. Time Magazine is doing this um, uh, 100 Women of the Year project. Cool. Um, so let me just read their little snippet of what it says, because I thought it was really well put. It says, For 72 years, Time named a man of the year. With a few exceptions, it was almost always a man, usually a president or a prime minister or perhaps a titan of the industry. Throughout history, these are the kind of men who have wielded influence over the world. Um, In 1999, man of the year gave way to person of the year. And while the name rightly changed, too often the choice was the same. With this 100 Women of the Year project, we're spotlighting the influential women who were often overshadowed. This includes women who occupied positions from which men were often chosen, like world leaders and those who found their influence through activism or culture. Um, So let's see. They made covers for everybody. Um, It's super interesting. I'll put the link in the show notes so you guys can check it out um, because they go through the years since the 1920s just highlighting, you know, suffragists and mathematical geniuses and... I'm just scrolling through it right now, and there's so many awesome ones. They've got Coco Chanel in there. Um, so cool. So many awesome ones, um, all the way up to Michelle Obama. So, so these are all people mm-hmm. that like should have been Should've, time person of the exactly. year, and now kind of they're going back retroactively. Exactly. Love it. Um, so I think that's really fascinating. Like I said, I'll put that in the show notes so you guys can scroll through it because I found it very inspiring. Yeah. So speaking of inspiring women, um, today on the podcast, we have Sarah Nottam Polly. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. I was so nervous to say that again, mm-hmm. even though I said it mm-hmm. in the beginning, but I really love that last name. Um, on the pod, she is the founder of Siren Women's Cooperative in Rhode Island. It's based out of Portsmouth, but they're really all over. Um, and it's a really incredible relationship-based networking group for women. Um, they have amazing speaker events, um, amazing, you know, networking events that they put on and bring women together and encourage, you know, awesome conversation and just a strong group of women that Mm -hmm. are looking to connect and and build their relationships. So, Mm -hmm. um, it was really, really valuable and loved our conversation with her and, and speaking to her. I think, a few of the things that stood out to me in the episode, um, the first thing was when Sarah talked about good heat, which mm-hmm. um, she refers to in, in terms of a really constructive conversation that, you know, might be a little like have a little conflict attached to it, uh, but how you navigate through those in your relationships and in good heat is really important to discuss important issues within your friendships and relationships um, and coworkers, mm-hmm. etc. And then the other thing I was really passionate about that she spoke to was her ready to work program. She'll do a better job than I can explaining it in the episode, but it's a relationship based networking program 
um, and speaker series for women that are needing some support in getting into the workplace. And they work with Lucy's Hearth, actually, which she references in this episode. And just to clarify for you all um, that might not be local, Lucy's Hearth is a shelter for women and children facing homelessness in the Rhode Island area. So if you're looking for an organization to support or volunteer at, great one there um, to kind of focus on and, and zoom in on. But she will get into what they're doing there, which is quite, quite inspiring. Yeah. Um, they really have those three kind of facets to what Siren is comprised of um, that makes it what it is today. And I think it's interesting how it's evolved over time. But Mm -hmm. I'll leave that for the episode. That's what she (laughs) talks about um, in addition to what it means to have a female-focused group um, in the year 2020, uh, which obviously we're interested in considering we're a female-focused podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, We talk about the power of networking, and we talk about how Sarah has brought her background in community health and discrimination into the mission and values that um, she has created with Siren. So, um, I think she's a really passionate person. Um, there's something for everybody here. It's very fascinating. Um, so yeah. Something I wanted to call out to, or we wanted to call out, you made mention of this before we started recording. They have an event coming up that we wanted to highlight. Um, they have really awesome events and speaker series. So keep your eyes on their Facebook page, Instagram Mm -hmm. website, um, for when those are coming out. But They happen quite often, and they're really, really cool speakers um, and really great topics. So we encourage you to check them out and and go to these events and connect with with people that really want to get into these discussions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the one coming up is uh, Stories of Women in Color Part 2, Listening and Being an Ally, and that's on March 24th. Um, I know she talks a little bit about the episode about Part 1 of this, so yeah, definitely check that out. Uh, check out her Facebook page. And then while you're at it, go join our Facebook group. Yes. <laughs> New on Facebook. Uh, it's called The Fempire. So go join us. We're going to be starting conversations and it's just kind of going to be a little hub for The Fempire, which you are all in. Yes. And we have already been obviously promoting on Instagram, but it's a great place to see when episodes are coming out and just get into dialogue around episodes um, that have been released mm-hmm. and a really great platform for that and if any of you have trouble finding it just dm us on instagram um and we will get back to you so something i wanted to call out i think i did this um at the end of our recording for this current episode um not this one but the next mm-hmm. one to come out yeah. um is we're getting more and more dms which is so awesome we're like mm-hmm. so excited to have people reaching out and to be communicating and same with emails. So give mm-hmm. us like a 24 win- hour window. I can commit mm-hmm. to getting back. And I think Ray and I kind of talked mm-hmm. about that, like 24 hours. Um, mm-hmm. And you'll have a response from us either on Instagram or via email. Just so we're, you know, we're not leaving you hanging. If we saw it, we're trying to get back to you. Um, just mm-hmm. a little shout out there because we mm-hmm. want everyone to feel, feel the love. And like, I want to respond mm-hmm. to everyone in real time. And mm-hmm. like, that gets a little tough. So mm-hmm. anyway, that's just a little shout out there. Totally. Love it. Um, All right. Well, hope you guys enjoy the episode and yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Have a great week and stay healthy, you guys. Wash your hands. Wash your damn hands. Don't sneeze on me.
All right, welcome back to the Fempire Podcast. We are here in the house studio today with Sarah Nottam Polly. Welcome, welcome, Sarah. So thanks, for, thanks for having me. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Um, so Sarah is the founder of Siren. Um, but why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Give us your background, and then we'll get into Siren after that. Sure. So uh, I'm kind of a newbie to Rhode Island. I moved here about four years ago with my husband and two kids. And we really fell in love with the beauty of Aquidneck Island. But I didn't really have a professional network of women on the island. Um, I was commuting up to Brown University for work. Um, I have a PhD in nursing. I do um, uh, social health science research and wanted to connect more with women in my community. So that's sort of how Siren Women's Cooperative started, is this this desire to connect and feeling a little bit lonely working alone in Mm -hmm. my garage. Mm -hmm. Um, And we first started as a co-working space, but it led to so much more. So cool. I didn't realize it started as a co-working space. That's interesting. So wait, how long ago was that now? So that was about a year and a half Uh ago. Um, We started in um, a little historic building um, by the Green Grocer on East Main Road. Uh Um, We all pitched in. We painted window boxes, doors, um, the walls a different color. It was just a really fun um, event with other women. Uh, We held an open house to to gauge interest of sort of building this woman's community. And we had 25 people show up the Mm -hmm. first day. And what I learned very quickly was that women in my community on Aquidneck didn't necessarily want a co-working space, but they wanted to meet women in their community who were working on projects, who were in different stages of their career. Um, They wanted to network in ways that felt organic and genuine. Mm -hmm. Um, And they wanted to work on projects that benefited in the community that um, might not be um, sort of reached or have the services they need. So we sort of listened to all these needs of the women who came to the open house and really founded Siren. We had 14 mm-hmm. founders mm-hmm. who signed on um, pretty much sight unseen because we gussied it up after that. Mm-hmm. And they said, yes, let's let's start this women's cooperative. So it was a really inspiring start. Um, we moved out of that wonderful little space and now we um, have our meetings um, in a town-owned property on the polo fields of okay, yeah. Portsmouth, uh, which is this wonderful little historic building that's been renovated. And then we now um, have a lot of meetings at our members' places of business. Mm-hmm. So tomorrow we have a coffee talk at Island Art Spot um, in Middletown. Um, mm-hmm. Genji is one of our members. So we really get around. We get out in the community um, and really have a great time and learn a lot together. Huh, that's interesting. It's it's yeah. cool that you had kind of that mission and concept and then formed it into what the need was. Right. And and we developed our mission very early on, uh, mm-hmm. which was to support women to work mindfully, connect with one another uh, uh, meaningfully, and inspire endlessly. And mm-hmm. um, our, our lead value from the beginning was always inclusion. We want to feel... Um, like a welcoming space, a space that feels safe to talk about all of our histories and stories. And so we're always trying to move the needle and to reach um, women who feel like maybe their stories haven't been told yet and to bring them into our community um, Mm -hmm. because diversity just makes it more interesting Mm -hmm. and uh, exciting to be a part of. Awesome. Did you shift it 
pretty automatically in the start from the co-working space to the co-op. What did that transition look like? That's a great question. So we uh, had the uh, uh, wonderful experience of working with a landlord who gave us a six-month lease. Mm -hmm. And he said, I want you to try your idea and then we'll revisit it. And I met with him and I said, look, we really don't need this physical space. Co-working is just not something that's taking off in the community. Um, that's just not what the need is. So I always feel like we're sort of a ship um, with, with you know, now we have over 40 members. Um, and our, our member numbers fluctuate, but we have about 40. But 40 people really driving the ship together, right? So we have these member meetings. We get consensus. We get a lot of feedback. I do think our members feel very included, very invested in the cooperative. And it's really just something... Um, I kind of respond to now at this point. I just ask what the needs are and our members tell us. And so um, it's really exciting to just listen to their feedback and to follow kind of that energy of where the cooperative wants to go. So it wasn't as tough as you might think. Yeah. You, know, and I <laughs> you love, made it look easy, that's right. Why. <laughs> yeah. I love that it's really focused on the members because I think that's what's helped you, you know, uphold your vision. Um, of siren which is awesome well it's so many on that. Yeah. yeah so many other people have better ideas than me mm -hmm. i mean you know one said look you know all our talks are looking a little too entrepreneurial we need mm -hmm. some talks for people who are in the workplace so then we did asserting yourself at work mm -hmm. with our secretary of state nelly gorbea presenting mm -hmm. which was so exciting so it's things i haven't even thought of and i can't take credit for this really wide range of um invigorating and innovative sort of talk series we've developed. Um, and I should probably say, you know, the Siren Signature Talks um, are one of the three things that we do. Mm -hmm. um, uh, the other two things are uh, relationship-based networking opportunities. So we sort of get people together and knowing one another. And before you know it, cards are being handed out and mm -hmm. people have 10 new clients. I mean, uh -huh. people pay for their Siren memberships within like a week of signing on um, in, in many cases. Yeah. And then the third part is our um, ready to work program where we mentor women to develop job interview skills. So we work with Lucy's Hearth and we'll hopefully be working with the Martin Luther King Center um, to select um, women in our community who want to um, have some guidance uh, developing their resumes, um, mock job interview skills, dressing for success. And then we sort of send them off to the job interview with a strong life coaching session. And um, we've been so inspired by the Ready to Work Exchange um, because it's a true exchange where we wow. exchange stories between uh -huh. um, our experiences and the women that we're working with and get to know. So that's really sort of based on relationships and bringing you know all women into our mm -hmm. community so through ready to work our participants there become siren members awesome. so that's exciting so yeah. those are that's what we do very very yeah cool. in a nutshell in a, in a very large <laughs> yeah. nutshell yes important work though um the ready to work program is very interesting yes, to I me um so do they have to be a siren member to get into that program? How does that work? No. Anybody can do it. No, it's actually the inverse. Um, okay. We yeah. um, call up our friends at Lucy's Hearth, and by yeah. friends I mean uh, the director uh -huh. of the, the programming at Lucy's Hearth, and we actually have them select for us 
um, the best candidates. And by the best candidates, I mean someone who's really ready to interview for Mm -hmm. a job and maybe just needs some help with the resume and the mock job interview. And so we've been piloting this um, for about the past past year with with several participants um, who have successfully gotten to the job interview. But um, also we've heard you know, rich feedback about confidence being built, feeling connected, feeling supported. Mm-hmm. Um, so we think those outcomes are just as important as, you know, sort of landing the job. So Lucy's, yeah. Lucy's will select um, the participant for us, and then they sort of go through this program with us, and then they become SIREN members. We mm-hmm. s- essentially give them a SIREN membership, mm-hmm. and we say you're one of us, mm-hmm. and um, our membership blocks are done in six-month inc- increments, so then they become a six-month member, mm-hmm. um, which is a nice amount of time to really get to know people and uh, be a part of the community, and they can certainly extend that um, if gotcha. they wish. Yeah. Wow, that's Great amazing. Yeah, for invaluable. that to you know, create community and network within your community as well when they're trying to find, it's not just about that interview, like you said, it's that um, skills that they're probably learning from all of your members as well. So very, very cool program. Yeah, yeah the no confidence idea you're doing in that. itself. Yeah, like, it's awesome. I think that's something that... Um, there's such a need for programs like that because I think you get lost in the... There's a lot of programs that get you ready for that interview, but what happens after? So you've taken that step and closed that, that gap. Right. Well, that's where that's exactly Hillary. What the um, executive directors are telling us, they're saying, you know, we're working with a lot of these women who just they don't have that resume or they don't have that sort of assistance getting to the next uh, stage to the interview. And once they do, they do beautifully. They flourish. I mean, the women that we've had the good fortune of knowing and working with are extremely talented and capable. I mean, one had all these incredible professional personal experiences. She just maybe didn't know how to organize a resume. And I'll be honest, I'm not great at that either. So I mm-hmm. sent it to one of our fabulous members mm-hmm. and she put it into this beautiful format mm-hmm. and she and the participants circulated it on LinkedIn and got her job interview. And mm-hmm. we didn't have to do much else. I said, keep in touch, but she already got her interview. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, we're really excited about this program and want to see that grow um, mm-hmm. over the next year and bring really our social mission to the center of Siren. And I think that's what, what really excites our members um, and makes us incredibly unique. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Super amazing. Cool. Um, so I'm curious, so we have a similar mission in that this is a female-focused podcast. So I'm curious why you decided to make this a female-focused group. And also, um, yeah, I guess your reasoning behind that, like what would you say to somebody who's kind of like, well, why can't men be in the group, right? Right. Well, you know, for liability purposes, yeah. on our website, and there, nowhere does it say it's only for women, uh-huh. right? Um, <laughs> no lawsuits coming your way. <laughs> right. Um, you know, I would say... It's really important to empower women um, at this juncture because, you know, it's becoming more and more clear that we're not closing these pay gaps. We're not closing these inequities that women face and um, healthcare and and the ways in which many women still experience violence and um, assault and, you know, disproportionately, um, you know, sort of lack opportunities in places of work, um, carry even the mental load 
Um, I I always like to say, you know, not that we are a feminist group, but I, I like to say, you know, feminism always had my back until I had kids, right? And then I thought, well, who's going to help me now? Um, I've, you know, I'm really carrying the load here with, you know, raising the family. And, and um, so I think, you know, if we are really honest, we can see that inequities still exist for women and that it's it's come to a head where we've got to discuss this we've got to um come together we've got to share stories we've got to brainstorm we've got to support one another and i think that feels um strengthening for women i think it feels like um it's a way to connect um and empower one another Mm -hmm. so um i think now more than ever it's necessary well said. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good way because we've had that question come up before like, oh, well, why are you just doing this about women, you know? And it's not like, it's not meant to be anti man, you yeah, know? Like, right. that's not what it's about at all. It's about, you know, celebrating each other's successes and building each other up and making it about that. It has nothing to do with, you know, trying to bash the other 50% yeah. or whatever, you know? Right, yeah. Um, right. So I think that was really well said. I want to, like, clip that yes we'll use it anytime someone asks that we'll just press play but Mm -hmm. no and I think we don't have enough of that currently in our society and that was our purpose Mm -hmm. in creating the podcast and just women supporting each other it's uncommon I mean yes maybe in your nuclear friend group um but people that you don't know it's a very competitive atmosphere so I think creating that collaborative environment where people can share ideas and build each other up is so so important so couldn't agree with you more um I'm interested we're both interested in Mm -hmm. some impactful moments that you've had a siren and some standout moments and what made them so special do you have one that comes to mind Oh, there are there are a lot of moments, <laughs> yeah. and I would say it's a, a lot of times it's the things that aren't seen, sort of on our Instagram or uh, Facebook page, or even sometimes covered in our talks. It's sort of the things that fly under the radar, like mm-hmm. on our members' Facebook page, um, someone was good friends with a woman in the community who had a very serious health issue, and asked for donations for um, a fundraiser. And within five minutes, 18 members stood up and said, I'll donate, I'll donate, I'll donate. That gives me chills. And they didn't even know her. And Mm -hmm. I was just so proud to be a part of this group where um, you kind of know that someone has your back. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've had women who've had a really rough year this year. Mm -hmm. And they said, you know, with this going on in my personal life, I'm just so glad that I have a place to go and sit and Mm -hmm. have this conversation and have it in a respectful, curious, non-judgmental manner. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we're really um, serious about our mission and living our values at every talk. Um, We don't avoid good heat, I like to say. I mean, sometimes we don't disagree. Sometimes there's like a strong discourse. And I think that's really exciting that we're all not just pretending to get along. And, you know, maybe someone is upset with another woman or like has some issue. And like we kind of can work that out and talk through things um, without, you know, sort of glossing over an issue that's there. Um, One more thing that stands out is um, our very first ready to work participant contributed to our siren book, which I know you want to know more about. (laughs) 
But uh, I told her, I said, you know, you are in the same book now as Krista Durant, the president of Newport Hospital. Wow. And so when we say equity and when we right. say inclusion, we really mean it. Yeah. Um, I'm just so passionate. I'm yeah. so passionate about the work and, mm-hmm. and the, the milieu that we can create um, together in our community mm-hmm. through these strong values of inclusion and that everyone has a voice and everyone has a story. Mm-hmm. And they are all equal. And yeah. your voice is just as strong as anyone else's. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's like a core message of ours. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Intersectional, accessible. I think everything that you said is really inspiring. And then just circling back to what you were talking about before with the, um, uh, it just made me think of how you said the resume was sent to somebody else and they were able to help with that. It just sounds like it's a very collaborative um, like everybody's willing to help each other sort of thing, right? Yeah, you'll do like a shout out on, yeah. on the member email or the mm-hmm. Facebook page and say, hey, can anyone do a mock job interview? Mm-hmm. And one of our members, she was um, like the ex-vice president of a bank and she's uh-huh. like, I'll do that phone interview. And uh-huh. people just step mm-hmm. up. They step up for what they believe in. Mm-hmm. And um, I should say women, women step yeah. up really in particular for what they believe in. And I think when given the opportunity we will rise and support one another mm-hmm. and we can do hard things. We yeah. can have hard conversations. Um, mm-hmm. We can humble ourselves. We can learn from one another and have good heat and still mm-hmm. move the needle and yeah. still be productive. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. that good heat. Yeah, I like yeah. that too. Do you guys have good heat? Oh, yes. Yeah? <laughs> I don't know. Rachel and I don't have much heat in like our relationship, but we have heat mm-hmm. in our lives that we use mm-hmm. sounding boards. I, I, yeah. I'm very good at good heat. That's but um, my dad wanted me to be a lawyer because I will <laughs> argue constructively. Yeah. Um, and... Yeah, I, I love to have open dialogue and bring that to the surface. And mm-hmm. I I think it's naive to say we're all going to live these perfect, you know, mm-hmm. glamorous li- lives. We have issues every day, and I experience mm-hmm. them with friends and family. And I'm, I wear my heart on my sleeve, so it's impossible for me not to speak up and mm-hmm. say how I feel. But I always want to hear how the other person is feeling, too. And we always come to a resolution, whatever it is. It looks like, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's important to have that because it grows me as a person. I love feedback. I mm-hmm. love knowing where I can grow and be a better mm-hmm. employee, friend, you know, family member. But um, and there's a way to do it. I think that's what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. Is that like, yeah, we haven't like gotten into fights about the podcast or something, but. Like, we've been like, okay, here's what I think we should be doing. Like, we both of us, you know, yeah. it's like, okay, here's how we can be better at this. Here's what I think we should be doing with this. Just kind yeah. of getting into that sort of a thing. And I, again, like, there's a way to do it, you know? Yeah, and there's like, been times where, mm-hmm. you know, I'll, you know, I'm feeling off about something or right. so is, mm-hmm. you know, Rachel. And mm-hmm. I'll be like, hey, I'm not feeling good about this. Mm-hmm. I don't want to put this out there. Mm-hmm. I don't like how this feels. Mm-hmm. Usually we're on the same page because yeah. we can see the other person's opinion. It's never like, no, we have to right. <laughs> have mm-hmm. to do that intro that doesn't feel yeah. good. <laughs> um, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. But I think, you know, staying grounded in our, our values always Mm-hmm. Is what helps us get through those moments. So yeah, yeah, definitely. Good question. Yeah. Thanks for putting yeah. it back on us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Never gets curious. <laughs> well, you have good synergy and good respect for each other. Yeah. So that's kind of mm-hmm. probably where this yeah respect is. I think big. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and I think 
we yeah we work well together because yeah. of that like we're able to push each other but in a really mm-hmm. you know impactful way it's not like right. you're doing this wrong and I hate it it's like we both no, just we both care have about a comment. it so much, yeah right? exactly like, so we both just want this and about awesome, each other so. so yeah exactly we're lucky we yeah. definitely are lucky yeah. cool um so. Going back to that book you mentioned, we really want to hear about the book that Siren created. If you could tell us background, how it came to be, and then of course I'll have to mail you a copy because yes. I forgot to bring one. Oh, but that's okay. yeah, I've been looking forward to um, yes. checking it out. Oh, yeah. good. Um, our cooperative created a book called Women, Words in the Water: um, Stories and Recipes by and for Women, and so even the recipe section has a story attached to it. Um, so, you know, for women who maybe just didn't know what to really write about, I would say, what about a recipe and what does sort of memory does that conjure up for you? And we just had so many beautiful entries, um, ranging from, uh, learning to deal with grief, um, intercultural foods and how they bring people to, together, um, lots of memories and sort of. Um, tributes to other women who have inspired um, our contributors to this book and all of the profits from this very beautiful hardcover um, Mm. coffee table book go to our ready to work exchange so you know we've sort of done all the bookkeeping where all those profits you know are in this bucket to continue to pilot ready to work um, hopefully down the line we'll have some grant funding for it mm-hmm. uh, but we had a really wonderful book launch where our first ready to work participant read her story in the book um, we also uh, had uh, another one of our members Cody Sharp uh, read her story at the book launch and it was just a wonderful connecting uh, easy breezy experience. Uh, I told you earlier that um, our siren members, uh, sirenas, as we sometimes uh-huh. call ourselves, which means mermaids. Mm, um, I was going to ask and, what the name is. Right. So. People always ask. So, so uh-huh. siren, you know, sort of conjures up images mm-hmm. of the sea, right? Mm-hmm. Is this woman dangerous or, yeah. or you know, interesting yeah. or uh-huh. what, right? So mysterious women or whatever. And yeah. then also it's sort of siren sound the alarm, right? Okay, yeah. We're here. Uh, our stories matter, and we're going to bring those right to the center. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, the sirenas tell me that they want more social events. They're yeah. like, all right, Sarah, Nat and Polly, um, <laughs> you know, we know you you have an academic bent to everything, and you want these enriching, knowledge-filled uh-huh. talks, but we also, we also just like to maybe have a glass of wine or not or yeah. some other fizzy beverage uh-huh. um, together and to just come together and decompress. Mm-hmm. So... Um, in the future, we'll be having sort of one talk a month mm-hmm. and then one social a month. Mm-hmm. And I think that'll really um, resonate well with members. Yeah, that's perfect. Both valuable in their own ways, right? Mm-hmm. They are. It's, yeah. it's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so you also work in the medical field. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know from doing a little bit of research on you that you've done a number of publications on different areas of discrimination. So I'm really curious about that. Are there any in particular that you want to highlight? Um, and where did your interest in that topic come from? I know we've talked about it a little bit tonight, um, talked about a little bit of just accessibility in general. Um, but yeah, I want to hear more about your thoughts on discrimination and everything surrounding that. 
Right. So that was such a thoughtful question. I can't believe you went and dug up some <laughs> studies from PubMed. We do our research, you know. <laughs> not not yeah. many people would do that. Um, but uh, you're right that my public health um, and social health sciences background um, investigation into exposure to discrimination and health outcomes um, among minority groups has informed um, some of this community work I'm doing with Siren Women's Cooperative, mm-hmm. um, perhaps in a circuitous way sometimes, and in other ways, a very real and direct way. So um, by nature, discrimination is one uh, where folks feel othered. They are the recipient of uh, mistreatment, um, uh, behaviors um, that um, marginalize people so people feel that they aren't included or can't be full participants um, in our in our sort of social social world um, our healthcare institutions really in our political systems for um, per, for reasons of discrimination and so it's it's no um, you know, accident that now I'm working on inclusion work. Mm -hmm. So I have drawn these links between discrimination and poor health outcomes, namely among um, Asian Indians and um, older African Americans in my studies. And with a background as a community health nurse, Mm -hmm. who really kind of started with, you know, her feet on the ground and health clinics working with people, I was really drawn to action to doing something so what would happen then if we brought people of all different backgrounds together and talked about some of this um, experience of not having the stories or experiences at the center or maybe even experiencing Mm -hmm. um, discrimination Um, so it sort of all connects Um, I would say um, academia is an extremely stimulating and exciting area to be in but Um, When you come up sort of as a nurse in public health, you do crave the interaction Mm -hmm. that you have with patients and people in your community. So Mm -hmm. uh, through Siren, it's just sort of this um, wonderful milieu to test out some, you know, social ideas Mm -hmm. um, and have that social interaction and feel like you're actually moving the needle a little bit and making some change. you know, you're, we're, as researchers, we're always struggling with, you know, our work going into these journals and never being seen by the public, except yeah. you, Rachel, who <laughs> dug them up. Um, and so I'm always interested in how to bridge this gap between what I learn and what I study research-wise mm-hmm. and what's actually going on yeah. in sort of the material world in my community and um, what's happening, um, you know, in the immediate surroundings. So fascinating. Yeah. yeah. Good work pulling that article all the way. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how am I going to tie this yeah. all together? I don't you know did if a I, good job. I don't know yeah. if I quite did it, but it all no, sort of well said. hangs I, in the same ballpark, I think. It's yeah. fascinating. I'm just absorbing it all. Yes. You know? um, is there a moment, I'm throwing you off yeah. from our, our questions here, but is there a moment from the creation of Siren to mm-hmm. present day that you've really felt like this is exactly where you need to be and what you're doing. Can you pinpoint that moment and maybe like a certain instance that has kept you going with this mission and with Siren? 
Well, I think that kind of ties back to the moments you were asking me about. What are those, you know, moments of impact you remember? And um, I think there are little things that keep nudging me and telling me, keep going, keep Mm -hmm. being curious, keep asking questions, keep the group together and see what happens. Gosh, I really wish there were a moment in life that, you know, mm-hmm. where the sky opens up and a ray comes mm-hmm. down and someone tells you, you are doing 100% the right thing. <laughs> right oh, don't we all? Right? And your life yeah. and your career. Right. Um, but I will say I feel very passionate about this project. Um, you can definitely tell. I can't mm-hmm. wait to see where it goes. We have just phenomenal collaborators and commitment um, in our community. We've been in so many places of business um, C.K. Bradley, um, like I said, Island Art Spot, um, Innovate Newport, um, Sprout Coworking. They've all opened their doors for us to have our talks and to create this community, not just in one space, but many spaces. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say that um, it's the little nudges mm-hmm. um, in the right direction. Um, if you listen to them, you know, in your life too, I think that's a good indicator you're on the right path. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm sure it hasn't been without challenges either. I mean, no. you're pretty busy, yeah. <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and mm-hmm. you know, we were talking about before, mm-hmm. you know, we all have finite energy, mm-hmm. we all have finite time, and mm-hmm. we have to make especially as women, you know, we are the multitaskers. Mm-hmm. A lot of these sort of operational aspects of life and family still fall mm-hmm. upon us, um, which makes us very skilled and talented, but also very busy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, checking in and, um, you know, being critical about, you know, where things are headed and if it's worth you know, this amount of time and energy are, are really important. And I and I constantly sort of have those discussions um, with our advisory board. So we actually have an advisory board um, that informs um, me and the direction of SIREN deeply. Um, and we meet every couple of months. Sometimes I have some sort of issue or something I want to bring to them. And I'm telling you, collective minds really especially among women, come to such greater conclusions together versus Mm. in isolation. Um, Like I said, the things that we've done programmatic-wise, the conversations we've had and the collaborations we've made are really a group effort. And I think um, that people feel like they can have a voice and really um, chart the course for Siren. I mean, I'm along for the ride. I can help steer and do a lot of work. Um, But... Um, it's got to be you know, really by and for mm-hmm. women. That's amazing. amazing. Yeah. I want to hear um, what we can expect from you in the future. Yay. You and Siren. Well, um, the logical next step was to look at some sort of um, program that would help shape Siren. And we applied for Social Enterprise Greenhouse. Um, I want to give a shout out to them. They are SE Greenhouse. Dot org, a fabulous nonprofit that assists social entrepreneurs. So we applied for their Impact Accelerator program. We were accepted. We start um, in a few weeks, mid-February. And this is a 12-week um, social entrepreneurship course. They're going to really help us shore up some of the nuts and bolts of running a business. Um, 
and which may potentially transfer to a nonprofit um, and will hook us up with a wide network of mentors, support, opportunities. They teach you things like business marketing. I mean, I'm just so excited about SEG mm-hmm. and believe that um, with their guidance, Siren will be brought to the next level that it needs to be. Um, there's ideas of bringing Siren closer to Providence, um, expanding our membership network. Um, I know it feels very sort of neighborly, homey. You know, it's its home is on Aquidneck Island, but I've been encouraged to think bigger. Mm-hmm. You know, where else could, could Siren um, develop a membership? And some of the programs that we're doing um, are all questions I hope to answer mm-hmm. um, over the next year or so. And, you know, as I was saying, um, you know, hopefully at some point I'll I'll make a return to academia. Yes. <laughs> With all of your spare time. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, we're excited to see where you take it. And yeah. Well, I hope you'll keep in touch. Yes, we will. Selfishly, we're I'm hoping in. you make it up to Providence because that would be awesome. And, mm-hmm. yeah, we definitely need to – we've been trying yeah. to make it to events and our schedules have – collided we went to the wrong location one <laughs> yeah. night oh i remember yes i was actually in the you right tried. location yeah. right i was in the wrong one we were like what do we do <laughs> so yeah. we're gonna make it at some point Next but time. we can't wait to support you and, and yeah. share what you're doing with, Same. And with I, everyone yeah. and i think it's wonderful what you're doing you know it's two young women really entrepreneurs sort of in this mm-hmm. way right with your podcast and mm-hmm. developing your next steps is exciting to see and i love how you, you were saying how you know, and this is the way Siren started, that you just have to just try it, just mm-hmm. do it. And I think that's such a good message for women who mm-hmm. may be scared or need that support that just try something new and mm-hmm. see what happens and what's mm-hmm. the worst that could happen. Right. Yeah. Right? You can always it's change. not life, life or yeah. death. Like, it's yeah. fun and you learn something mm-hmm. new. Yeah, yeah. You can always change courses for sure. Yeah. We're not handcuffed. Exactly. I always tell myself that sometimes. I'm like, I'm stuck here. It's like, no, you're not. (laughs) Right. We have the power to make the change. So life's too short not to try, right? Like this isn't the practice round. Just do it. It it. doesn't work. You tried. Move on to the next thing. Mm -hmm. So for sure. Mm -hmm. Love it. It's time for rapid fire. Oh, rapid fire. There's more. You you haven't had enough of me. Oh my gosh. No, we could talk to you forever. Right, you want to lead us off? Yeah, let's kick it off. All right, who is one woman who has inspired you? Uh, I just finished reading uh, Maria Abramovich's Walk Through Walls. She's a very uh, progressive and innovative performance artist. You may okay. remember um, her performance at the MoMA, The Artist is Present, I think in 2011. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, she just powered through and... Uh-huh had her vision and has been a lifelong artist that really inspired me yeah amazing oh cool very very cool i know i'm adding books to my kindle list (laughs) trying to detox from tv and only read so keep them coming um what is your guilty pleasure oh chocolate yes which you (laughs) brought kindly for us tonight Uh (laughs) that's awesome Um, what is one goal you're working on i want to walk in nature every day Ooh, love that that is Perfect. That is a good one. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, and healthy. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to run a marathon. You can mm-hmm. just walk. walk. Yeah. yeah. And actually walking is one of the best exercises you can do for you and your body. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, cool. Are, you're a Gemini since you said oh, May boy. 29th. Y- May yeah. 26th. 6th. Yeah. 
So you're Gemini or yes, Taurus? Yes, Gemini, Gus. Yes. Because um, I'm Taurus, so I'm always supposed to be in nature. And I'm not, like right now, I need to be out way more. It's more so nature. I'll take that on with you. Bundle up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've recently got into skiing, so I feel like I've got all the gear. I'll just layer up. We'll, yeah. we'll take it on. Um, what color are you and why? Uh, green. I don't know. Oh, if we're talking oh, about nature, nature, I guess. <laughs> Roll with that theme. Uh-huh. What's your favorite thing about yourself? I think I have a, well, I probably didn't display it very well here, but I have a decent sense of humor offline, I guess. <laughs> nice. You've displayed it well. Yes, right. of course. That's awesome. Um, all right. So go ahead and plug your social channels and Siren's social channels. Where can people find you and connect with you? Oh, sure. So um, Instagram is just Siren Cooperative. Um, SirenCooperative.com is the website. And then backslash Siren Co-op, C-O-O-P on Facebook. Amazing. Perfect. Oh, this thank has been so great. So I much. Yes. Yeah. Thank, thank you, ladies. So informative. And if you're local in the area, mm-hmm. please check it out. And Definitely. I think you can find these resources mm-hmm. to be super helpful. Yeah. Um, and a really fun group. Like, I want to be a part of it. Yeah. Oh, so. yeah. We're coming in <laughs> hot. Become a siren. Coming in hot. Yeah. Sirenista. Yeah. There's all sorts of We already of, have the I like pins. That. I feel like, yeah. like I'm part of it. We're so. in. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much, Sarah. It's so good to get to know you. And Thank you all for listening. You can find us on fempirepod.com, fempirepod on Instagram and Twitter, and email us at fempirepod at gmail.com. Don't forget <laughs> to rate, review, and subscribe. <laughs> You're trying to take that part from me? Nope. No, anyway, rate, review, and subscribe. It's going right. to lead to some good heat later. Oh, no. <laughs> I love uh, it. See you guys in two weeks. Give us Bye. those reviews. Bye. <laughs>